What is up, family? So, this is episode nine of the Relationshiping Advice series. Um, and today we are just talking about, um, we are speaking about dating being a prep for divorce. And a lot of people may just be like, well, that's way too drastic. But hear me out. I mean, we have about 18, 20 minutes <laughs> to chat this through. But I really think that in a nutshell, the the habits we learn in dating aren't necessarily always healthy for long-term relationships. Um, and we are diving into the deep end head first into this one because I really don't want us to waste any time. So, for instance, in dating, like I said yesterday, in dating, you can easily um, say, okay, it ain't working, but you know what I'm saying. And some people prefer to like see multiple people until they choose a steady person. You get what I'm saying? And those are not um, marriage building habits. Of course, you may say, no, but I'm not sleeping with anybody. You know what I'm saying? But you can emotionally cheat in your marriage by hanging out with a person that you, of course, know that you're attracted to. And I mean, when you are multi-dating, you are not multi-dating people you're not attracted to. You are multi-dating potential long-term partners so you are basically teaching your heart how to love more than one person at a time and people have asked so many times not me but they've asked in general um so my my significant other cheated doesn't mean they don't love me i mean people can love more than one person at a time and I think that that's something that we need to come to terms with. But also it does not permit promiscuity. It does not permit unfaithfulness. If you are in a monogamous relationship and you're both agreed that you are exclusive, that you're going to be exclusive for the rest of your life, also help you God. You cannot now say, but no, I didn't sleep with the other person when you were sharing an intimate part of yourself with them. Maybe you are going to them for something that maybe your partner is not giving you back to the 80-20 rule maybe you're going to them for fantasies that you need fulfilled you know what i'm saying you are inevitably cheating by being a intimate with another person in whatever way possible and that's something that dating allows us to do especially multi-dating um if you are able to date multiple people then you are able to cheat in your marriage that's just a training whatever people someone said that um decisions become habits and habits become lifestyles so you that will become your lifestyle that will become how you ultimately relate to people and also just piggybacking on that thought the whole thing of saying okay fine i am not um i am not dating many people at the same time but i am serial dating in that i am serial i'm a serial monogamist <laughs> you know um when you study family sociology they they tell you that marriages are there's a monogamous marriage where one man one woman um there's a, a polygamous where it's one man two women there's um polyandry where it's one woman two men or more and then there's serial monogamy a person who gets married like five different times to one other partner you get what i'm saying so we we learn that is serial we don't necessarily only learn polygamy from dating but we learn serial monogamy that i can just leave you and date somebody else like i remember at some point i don't know who i was talking to and they were like i've never been single since high school like they and they weren't dating one person between varsity and high school they dated tons of people so that actually taught them how to be serial monogamous so this is not working here 
I leave, I meet somebody else, boom, I'm in another relationship. We don't even give ourselves time to heal. Therefore, when we get into a marriage and we find things that we don't like, which we will, within our first thought is, I can, this is not working, bath leisure. You know what I'm saying? And that does not build homes. It does not build marriages. So that in itself is also another habit that we pick up while dating. And also another thing that we pick up in dating is selfishness. Because when you are dating, it's almost like the other person has to make you happy. The other person has to do things that you like for you all to stay liking each other. And that makes, like, even if you will reciprocate that, you do what they like, they do what you like. It's a lot easier when you're not looking at a person's face 24-7. It's a lot easier when you guys don't live together. It's a lot easier when you guys don't have an eternal commitment to each other you are just doing you, the two hours in a day that you see each other you can act like what the other person likes but the moment you live with a person and they they grow as a human being and they show you their human beingness then you start to see oh this and this and this and this and this or perhaps you don't really like me because you leave your pants on the floor and you know i don't like that you know what i'm saying like dating can make us be very self-centered it can make us have a, a delusional idea of who people are and i remember my mom telling me that you will never fully know a person until you live with them and even the people who have cohabitated will tell you that the moment you get married is different is very different so you need to you need to be able to differentiate between okay now we're just dating and now we're married and a lot of people don't survive the first years of their marriages because it does not look like dating you know and we have different habits from our homes we have different beliefs even if even if it's not like faith or spiritual but we believe different things some people believe that Certain things need to stay in a certain place in the house. Some people put potatoes in the fridge. That freaks me out because they dry up and then they like um, mushy and you know, you can't peel them properly. Some people put bananas in the fridge. What for? You get what I'm saying? And then another person may just be like, why are your bananas not in the fridge? So small things can easily blow up when you are in a, like marriage, when you are living with a person that you would have never noticed when dating. I mean, even if you cook in a person's house and you see their potatoes are in the fridge, you're just like, oh, whatever, that's weird. But it doesn't bother you that their peanut butter is in the fridge, for instance. Like, why? Why? Why would you put peanut butter in the fridge? You get what I'm saying? But it doesn't bother you because it's not your peanut butter. You get what I'm saying? But now when it's your peanut butter and now your peanut butter is, is in the fridge and it's tough and it's hard, then you get annoyed because you're like, why would you put peanut butter in the fridge in the first place? You get what I'm saying? So small things can easily blow up when you live together. And if you are not used to building, if you have not built the correct foundation in dating, Never mind who you dated. In all your relationships, you need to be aware that you are picking up behaviors. You are picking up patterns that can make or break your marriage. Because if you are used to just shouting at a person to get your way, you can't shout at your spouse 
all the time. They're going to get annoyed. Like I said, somewhere in between this series, we are all individuals who are influenced by so many factors in our lives. So maybe for them, shouting is a trigger and you just trigger their childhood traumas. And now it's messy and all these things are happening in your relationship. So you need to be careful what you pick up. You can't beat a person, you know, and that's something that we, we shy away from speaking about until somebody is abused. You cannot beat a person to get your way out of them and maybe that is something you picked up in your childhood something that your girlfriends your boyfriends lived with all these years in your dating life that is not acceptable that is definitely not acceptable no means no and that's something you need to learn from dating you get what i'm saying there's so much that we can we can pick up in dating that will make us better people but there's actually the easiest things to pick up are dirt you know when you put like gum on a surface the easiest thing for the gum to pick up is the dirt you get what i'm saying so look at your heart like as that look at your mind as that that whatever you put your mind in whatever you put your heart in it will pick up the dirt around it so don't be negligent with your heart make sure that your relationships are sterile um and you know in dating you are you are of course saying yes i want to get to know you but you're giving yourself that space like room to leave and leaving should be it should never be an option you know even when you're dating of course dating is a lot different but you can't get into a relationship thinking okay try me and i'm gone you know there's so many people are like that like nah i don't even think twice bye you know like i'm way too good at goodbyes and that's toxic in itself because it's almost like you're holding the other person hostage to say just make one mistake and it's not okay it's really really not okay it's genuinely not okay and because we date so many people so many times whatever we create that we create that mentality that you know what like you know what i'm saying like literally step on my toe i'm gone like i'm really gone like bath leisure and it, it divorces so easy you can annul your marriage after i think 90 days or before 90 days the first thing you must it's almost like you never even got married in the first days um you know what i'm saying there's so many ways to leave these days that you can get divorced you can be married in commercial properties have a prenuptial agreement get divorced everybody lives with whatever they had and stuff like that for me it really breaks my heart but it only goes to show what habits we created in dating because now it's like we we marry all the people that we date like and i think i spoke about this also in the first um very very first series we did um the like mini series that we did with the four episodes that every person we date we marry them in our minds so every every breakup is like a divorce so now we even used to the post-traumatic stress disorder that comes with divorces you know as young as 18 years old a person has experienced the ptsd that feels like a divorce because you married this person in your head you gave them your body you gave them your money you gave them your time you gave them everything that you had you know and by the time you're 25 you are an expert at divorce because now you've divorced six different guys because in your head you married six different guys you know what i'm saying and i'm not judging nobody and I'm possibly even just preaching to myself here that we we need to build different kinds of habits in our dating. Why are you dating? What is the purpose of your dating? I remember the one time I was talking to this one lady. I'm very skeptical of the word mentor, but she's like in the WhatsApp group um, of like coaches in life. So she was saying to me, I was like, oh, I had such an unproductive day. And she's like, what was your goal for today? 
Because how can you measure your productivity if you never had a goal for the day? You get what I'm saying? And that's the same thing with your relationship. How can you measure the success of your relationship if you never had a goal for it? You get what I'm saying? That is why it's so easy to be like, white to king, deuces, negro, I'm gone. But that's not okay. You know, it's not okay. You need to be intentional. Of course, you don't need to have an Excel spreadsheet that has pros and cons and advantages and disadvantages for your relationship. But you need to be mindful and you need to have the conversations. What does this relationship mean to you? What would you like to achieve from this relationship what are your expectations and because that again going back to unspoken expectations people break up because of their unspoken expectations that aren't met but your expectations will never be met even in marriage if you don't communicate them and you're going to be even more frustrated because you're looking at this person every day in the face and you're like why how can you not know what i want a lot of people have that misconception that be, after five years the person's supposed to know what you're thinking Ain't nobody, ain't nobody, not even your parents know what you're thinking and they've known you your whole life. You know what? They raised you. They instilled your values into you, yet they don't know your innermost thoughts. Nobody is Jesus except Jesus. Jesus knows your thoughts, but your babe don't because he ain't, he ain't no Jesus. Oh, you know, so we mustn't hold people hostage by not communicating our expectations. If you break up with a person and your reason is they never met my expectations, how well did you communicate that? And remember, you can't say one it's something once and expect them to get it. Of course, they're an adult and they should know better. But you also an adult and you should know better. But you don't always do better like you whatever you expecting and I've, I've said this and i will say it over and over again until it gets into all of our heads that whatever grace you desire whatever grace you require you need to be willing and able to give it to the other person so if you need grace when you forget things you must give them the same grace when they do likewise you know what i'm saying and we cannot build um divorce culture within our dating like uh, somebody said that um, we foster rape culture even and we do all these things in the name of dating in the name of love you know what I'm saying so we need to be careful of the cultures that we we create we need to be careful of the cultures that we we we, we endorse in our dating I know so many people and maybe I'm sidetracking a little bit but this is definitely not going to be a full conversation on its own so that's why I'm mentioning it now I know so many people who dated activists who were like yeah I'm standing for women I'm a male feminist but those same people would rape their girlfriends you get what i'm saying those same people would not understand their girlfriends no those same people would not give their girlfriends a platform to speak you get what i'm saying so we do that even with christianity we stand and we're like yeah jesus loves all people but then we create um a hostile situation where our significant others don't even have a voice we create spaces where we are judging each other we are horrible towards each other we're not loving each other as we preach about love so we need to be careful that we don't become we don't normalize such things because they will manifest in your marriage and when they do we will not know how to deal with them therefore we will leave and we don't want to create i mean divorce is already so prevalent and i don't think that it is okay for it to be as prevalent as it is so we need to we need to need 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 need, need, need to create to be to do better you know to create better spaces to build better relationships to have better habits 
it to mature guys can we just grow up because half of the things we argue about really aren't worth arguing about and that's another note to self like seriously at this point in life i just genuinely don't have energy to argue about stupid things like i don't have time for that like if it's really that important excuse me. like i'm sorry let's move on i know that's also like very dangerous because you can easily sip things on the drug but pick your battles learn how to pick your battles because if you fight every battle by the time you get to the war you are going to be so exhausted that you will die you get what i'm saying so pick your battles very wisely so that you preserve your en- your energy for the real enemy and your partner your spouse your significant other they are not your enemy we are not fighting against flesh and blood can somebody say man our battle is not against flesh and blood therefore our weapons cannot be carnal you know what i'm saying so remember that your partner is not your enemy your part you're not fighting against your partner you are fighting with your partner against whatever it is that is fighting against your relationship so yeah, I think I'm not going to try to prolong this any longer, lest I lie <laughs> or lest I ruin what I've already said. So yeah, I will see you all tomorrow. Do tune in, invite your friends, your family, your aunts, your uncles, um, your cousins, invite everybody to come and listen. Oh, can I say we are on 1000 listens. Listen, cuz you did that. Listen will you please share this share this with somebody so that we celebrate having a thousand listens we have over 1000 listens officially now but you know how it is once it's a thousand you can't see until it's a thousand one hundred a thousand two hundred so we are over a thousand listens right now i'm so eternally grateful for you um for taking the time to come here for listening oh my gosh can i just can i just can i just listen Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It really counts. Even if you only listen once, it really counts. So yeah, bless your soul, cousin. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See you tomorrow. Love you.